in this episode. No, I got a, a catheter on Amazon. And it's working. <laughs> well, then what are you complaining yeah. about? Well, I have to check to make sure everything. <laughs> I'm complaining about when I put it in earlier. That's the problem. He's like, I don't even need numbing cream at this point. I'm just. <laughs> Isn't that what we just got done doing? Basically, watching Birdemic 2 is self catheterization. You're listening to Paleo Cheese Podcast, Episode 41, Birdemic 2, with guest Jason Brandt. Welcome back, everybody. My name is Jeremiah Bannister. And I'm Chad Lutsky. And you're listening to Paleo Cheese Podcast, part of the Project Entertainment Network. And Chad, we have been waiting, dude, literally for how long now? It's been like, what, two months? It feels like years. It feels like years. And the thing is, I was calling you like three or four times a day, man, trying to find out if if our boy Jason had watched Birdemic 1. Because if people remember, we did this really remarkable review of Birdemic, and we wanted to have someone on for the second one. Mm-hmm. But we didn't we want Jason. to. Yeah, to have Jason. Yeah. We wouldn't have Jason on. We, yep. Yeah. Because he is, he is, he's got his uh, so bad it's good video channel. By the way, my our introduction, Jason Brandt, author Jason Brandt, the, the one of the final guys. <laughs> he's here right now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're gonna and, do some editing magic for that. Podcast. <laughs> go, go buy his books on, uh, oh. on, on Amazon. Oh. Anyway, yes, we wanted Jason because he does his so bad it's good. He appreciates bad movies. Yeah, you know? I'm a fan. And, and this, when we saw Birdemic, Jason is one of the first people I thought of. So we're going to talk about that a little bit tonight. And I did want to mention a couple of things. If you're watching this on YouTube, hit the subscribe, please. If you if you if you would like that, and then hit the notification bell or whatever, and then you get you can get some nice friendly spam whenever you yeah. log into YouTube and let you know you know that you can uh, that we have a video up and you can watch it when you're doing whatever you're doing i don't know eating and procrastinating doing whatever you should be doing instead of on the internet but in uh yeah that was so, an excellent pitch dude yeah. we, we're gonna yeah. have to write that one down for a moment yeah, i'm gonna go write the bell right now yeah, i'm writing it down right yeah. now it's a script <laughs> it's yeah and, and you can reach out to us uh at our oh. email at paleo cheese with a z as in zebra yeah. Yeah. um at gmail.com we have twitter Facebook, Instagram, all that stuff. And one of the things I want to mention real quick was recently I offered free ad space on our podcast. Oh, man. So Chad, if, don't do this, if you're dude. a publisher, Ugh. if you're an author, if you're a, 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 a high profile um, a movie writer slash director like Mr. Birdemic here, and you want some, you know, recognition for all of the, you know, person that listens to our podcast <laughs> then uh oh yeah you know it's offerings for free i mean this is something that that you know people pay for sometimes maybe not in a on a little podcast like like we have but the messages that i got on twitter and at our gmail account equal to zero so yeah. <laughs> no one wants to be associated and it was free it was free <laughs> And I was going to do it tonight. So hopefully, you know, 
Like I said, if you've got something that you want to artwork, I don't know. I don't care, man. We'll talk about it for a minute. Free advertising space. And you're going to do it tonight. Yeah. What if you listen to a podcast with one Adonis and three idiots and uh, you wanted to advertise for that where they talked about like horror movies and yeah, uh, series yeah. and stuff. Yeah, if there like really good if one. there's one out there, yeah. then yeah, we might advertise that. Hmm. You know, if there was uh, <laughs> anything out there at all that were, you know, like four guys, it'd have to be all cool though. So, Oh, oh, never mind. Yeah, okay. <laughs> you got my hopes up for a second. I'm like, Jason's part of the gig. <laughs> Goddamn Hunter, just constantly holding us back. Yeah. But yeah, if you've got some like oh. clean, wholesome, sober fun, um, where you're talking oh. about movies. <laughs> I was going to say, what if I'm I had? Check- what if somebody had a terrible YouTube show where they make fun of bad movies, but then you had to throw the sober thing in there? Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, just yeah. unchecking all the boxes for you. Yeah. But no, Why seriously, final guys. I guess I'm a. <laughs> I'm a Final Guys fanboy. I guess oh. I'm always I'm always in there hanging out, pretending that I'm on the show, and uh, because they they record Final Guys, Jason Brandt, Hunter Shajek, Campisi, and some kid with long hair with horrible taste in music, or and well, probably that too. But in, in movies, Tim Meyer, or as a lot of the reviewers like to call him Tim Mayer for some reason. I don't I don't know why, but uh, yeah, they have a podcast live Tuesday nights at eight o'clock. So, go mingle with the people in the in the chat live or watch it later on. It's a great show talking about movies and books, mostly movies. I love it because it's it's my tribe, and I, I love to talk about movies and or watch people talk about movies. I guess. So the other thing I want to mention was that I got this uh, Joe Lansdale chat book in the mail from Death's Head Press. And they're still yeah. available. This is limited to 500. Um, I don't know how many are signed. I think most of them are not, but I got I got a signed. Of course you did, Jen. Of course you uh, got a signed one, man. Come on. Well, Jared Barbie from Death's Head Press uh, hooked me up with this. I mean, I, I bought it, but he hooked me up with the, make sure I got a signed copy. Thank you, Jared. Jared is going to be here on here next week with uh, Jeremy Wagner. And we're going to talk about their. Uh, I miss that guy. Their. Um, their joint publication thing, Stygian Sky Media. So it's a brand new thing. They've already got one book coming out and they've got some, I know they've got a crime noir-ish thing coming out. Like, But yeah, so we're going to talk to them. That's all I have, man. But tonight we're talking to Jason about yes. Birdemic 2. Because yeah, not, only, not only did Jason finally watch it, but he went one extra, dude. Mm-hmm. You went, it's like a cherry on top. You watched it with us, man. Yeah. That was awesome. I'm regretting that, it. Yeah. <laughs> we, we've never done that before. And, I do want to say quickly, uh, that's the best free ad read I've ever gotten in my life. So thank you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sure. See what you guys are missing out on. You could be, this could be you. Yeah. <laughs> so we're going to try to, because Jason blessed us with, an hour and 19 hellish minutes of watching Birdemic 2, uh, The Resurrection. We're going to try to keep this as short as possible, uh, even though there's so much to talk about. <laughs> uh, yeah. Is there, though? Well, there the movie though? dives deep in, in important issues, like global warming and, and uh, global warming. <laughs> and global warming. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of global warming. Yeah, just yeah. like the first one. So... <sighs> 
I'm I'm gonna I'm just I'm gonna go ahead and I I've got something to say quickly about Birdemic and Birdemic Two. I was excited, like I don't know if Jason was. Jeremiah was excited about seeing this yeah. because we love the first one. Yeah. But to me, it did feel like um, there was a novelty and a novelty wore off. The the first one, we kind of went in blind, not knowing what to expect, not knowing if this was just like a Velocipaster or a, a Night of the Were Rooster or or uh, what's the incredibly awesome one that we saw? The Sharknadoes killer sofa, killer or, sofa. you know. No, the killer sofa. Oh, yeah, the, the, good, the good bad one. Yeah. We didn't know if it was like one of those where it's like, yeah, um, this is just a bad movie and we know it. That's why we made it. But when we found out that that's not what this was, that this was like a, somebody's like their their passion. This is what they, you know, <laughs> <laughs> created sleepless nights, writing and toiling over <laughs> and sort of editing. Uh, then it, it's it was amazing and it was the best to me it was the best bad movie that i probably have ever seen the so, first one yeah the first one. yeah yeah yeah. so yeah. when we go into the second one when we we're watching the second one i just felt like this is cool but it's just more of the same and so i i found myself getting bored i liked hanging out with you guys and laughing but at the same time i was really looking forward to the end whereas the first birdemic I maybe could have watched another hour of it. <laughs> that that's that's my in yeah. a nutshell quickly about. What about you, Jason? Uh, well, we said before it started that I was concerned that the popularity of the first one, because it was so legendarily bad, that the director was wanted to make a second one and try to purposely make it bad to kind of capitalize, yeah, on the infamy of the first one. You know, for the first half hour, I felt like we were kind of going back and forth on, no, this is just incompetent. Oh, maybe he's, maybe he did that on purpose. And as it went along, I, it really started to sink into me that I think he was trying to capitalize on the first movie by intentionally putting in bad stuff in this one. <laughs> but I will say the first one is yeah. so bad yeah. that mm -hmm. just increasing the quality a little bit would get you to where this movie is. So yeah. it is possible that the dude just has no idea what he's doing, but I kind of feel like particularly the ambulance scene, like there are a couple things in there that uh, <laughs> I just, I can't believe an actual yeah. human being would do in a yeah. film. So I, I'm with you. I, it, it didn't stick with me the way the first one did. And I, I think a lot of it's because he was trying to make it bad on purpose at times. I, I hear what you're saying. And I, and I, part of me agrees, but part of me, I mean, all he, then all he really had to do was not learn a thing from the first movie and then just do what he's always done because it wasn't worse than the first one. He just didn't with other, with the exception of getting, it looked like he had a better camera. Um, definitely still didn't invest in any mics. He invested in the local, uh, booby bar though because he had all kinds of strippers in the cast. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That, that was the biggest change. There yeah, were some yeah. gorgeous women in there with uh, lots of talent and, <laughs> that was surprising. <laughs> two yeah. hairdos is my favorite character. Yeah, two hairdos. <laughs> oh. Yeah. oh, so Jeremiah, what do you think, man? I don't know. I, like, I think I think we got played a little bit. You know, I think that um, it's not necessarily that he. 
let me, let me think about how to, how to frame this. I don't think it's that he didn't learn anything in between. I think the camera work and stuff like that, even if he just learned, I can actually do something to pay people to do stuff that would be better quality, just, you know, in the film and everything else than in the first one. And there were a couple sets that weren't bad. Like technically the scene in the locker, the locker room, right? That, that scene was, was a legit kind of scene. The whole thing. It, it didn't look like it was just wherever they happened to be. It looked like it was, intentionally there you know I, and maybe I find it hilarious like, that the scene yeah. you're like that's a legit scene happened to be the one with all the boobs flying around <laughs> yeah <laughs> it why is did true. you pick that it stood out it was something about it it really it shook stood me out, out right, you know yeah. what i'm saying really, something came alive <laughs> real deep inside it was but, the zooms <laughs> in on the boobs that did it yeah, yeah it was a lot of that and so you know this one i should say that right i'm the guy on the show that says this I have kids that some of the movies I like letting the kids watch. There's definitely a part I fast forward, but the rest of it, you know, is, you know, whatever. And so, um, but something happened, you know, in between, but I think that the moment when I, when I said, okay, something's baloney about this, something isn't setting right with me, the authenticity of the ridiculousness of the first one. And that was number one, when the cave people were boning under the tree. Yeah. And yeah. the second part was um uh oh my gosh the, the the boy and his explanation for why the girl wasn't there okay that didn't feel so, authentic you're right yeah it didn't feel authentic it felt like you know it didn't feel like it would in the first one where they you know if they're saying because that is i guess part of the what made the first one enjoyable as bad as it was was that at least the characters as bad as they were they didn't they didn't all know how bad of a joke it was going to be like they knew it wasn't good, but they didn't know that it'd be like infamously bad. <laughs> like that they and, and that it has like a cult following because it's so garbage. So they were they were doing this and hoping to do a good job. And this time around, I feel like they kind of knew. And like when the girl was laughing, she's like smiling, running away, and the birds are there. I felt like that's kind of how they feel about the film in a way. Like not even serious enough not to laugh during that one part because you didn't have anything like that in the first one. That I remember, no, you know, right. they were that at least just been that could have just been, you know, something that should have been cut that wasn't. I'm sure that there were oh, probably. times where they were laughing and and but you know you just didn't see that. We're looking at the camera and, and it was was cut. I think that I think that, that for sure there was one guy in there that was kind of like, this is just a joke, and I'm gonna just the main guy. <laughs> yeah, like the main dude, but the, Rod. But <laughs> you have to keep in mind that the oh. the. Uh, the two main, um, we'll call them protagonists, yeah. <laughs> that were in the first movie were like, uh, they were, they were being serious for the for the first movie, yeah. you know, hundred so, percent. Yeah, I mean, this was this was like, uh, you know, probably bucket list for them. They were an actor and actress that wanted to make the big time, and so they star in this movie. Um, and but so I, I just feel like, um, I I, th I think that their expectations of the director were probably, I don't think that they were like, well, let's try really hard. Let's get serious because this time he really is going to put special effects in there. That, that is more than clip art. You know? Yeah. I, I think that they knew that what they were getting into, but I think that they had to have signed up for it only for the purpose of, of uh, the fact that this became a cult film. Self-awareness yeah. of it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that they saw the, the, you know, despite the writer slash director, not having a clue that his movie is 
a horrible piece of hot garbage. But you make a good point. If it had been, if none of the characters from the first movie had been in this, it might have been easier for me to buy into. No one here understands why the first movie sucks, and they're just yeah. making another one. But because the actors were in it again, and there were, mm-hmm. there had to be at least some yeah. partial awareness to what this was, and maybe that explains some of the smiling and. <laughs> when the birds were attacking and the blonde woman from the first movie threw 9 million punches in the air, just yeah. nonstop. Like, yeah, she knew what she was doing and jumping yeah. up, grabbing. And there's nothing there, right? There's nothing there. And she's like swinging. There's one scene where she's swinging and there's not even a graphic of a bird there. And then she like jumps and like, looks like she's trying to grab it by the neck or something. And it's like, what are you doing? You know, kind of thing. And I, I guess what bummed me out, man was Okay. I started thinking about this about midway through something, Chad, that you told me, you know, quite a while ago, we were talking about writing and stuff. And you said, you know, with what you're writing, are you writing for your friends, like your family and your friends? Or are you writing for a popular audience? I felt like this was a movie made for the friends. And I think that's why you had so many cameos, like the mom shows back up, mm-hmm. you know, what's the point of that? And, and you could tell that it was kind of slapped on because there wasn't, I don't think that there was much thought put into the intertestamental period of the film. Like what happened between they admit years went by, but yet Rod and Natalie aren't married. And the mom seems like she doesn't really know what's going on with their lives. Mm -hmm. And she's like, well, are you ever going to get married? And what are you up to and stuff? And that Rod seems like like a way different guy. You know, Rod doesn't seem like the kind of guy nowadays that's like wanting to get a wife. Cause that was something it was kind of there in the first one when they were talking at the, at the restaurant and kind of what they, what they want out of relationships and stuff and the person they're going to find. But now he seems like, you know, he's got a lot of money. He's throwing gobs of money at a guy whose career is going down the toilet. And he's got this hot chick who was the former cover girl, apparently for Victoria's secret. And uh, he's not hooking it up with her. He's like, well, we're just still dating. And what is it in the, in the first one was, wasn't he almost like borderline stalking her? too at the beginning yeah. of the movie he did follow he her like, down the street in a very super weird into way. her and he grabbed her remember hey yeah. <laughs> he grabbed <Yeah>. her arm <laughs> yeah but can you imagine being one of these actors particularly the first one or just being in birdemic 2 and not not realizing what you're getting into and having the director be one of these people who are like listen i wrote a script there will be absolutely no improv whatever's written on there can you imagine being one of those where you're reading it and you're like i seriously can't improv something do you have you read this this is this is horrible that would suck to know that everything what you're saying you know doesn't make any sense like the jumbo (laughs) i've been attacked by a giant jumbo a giant jumbo uh jellyfish Oh god, the jellyfish scene. How about a giant jellyfish or a jumbo? <laughs> yeah, the jellyfish scene. <laughs> was that a moment where we that all kind of because that's in the sequence? There's a, a whole sequence. Yeah. It's just absurd. Yeah. During that whole scene. Like it's not just the jellyfish, it's like what led up to it, how they both they're walking on the beach, right? After having the green screen in the car when they're really driving in a car. And then they get to the beach and they just so happen to be on the same beach as Rod and Natalie. And then the random, you know, what's what, there was no explanation for that either. There was only one purpose for that scene. And that was, you guys, I know it's been a half hour. Nothing has happened. So here's a little action. Because yeah. it had nothing to do with yeah. the story. 
Or, hey, I bought a green screen on Amazon. We're using it, damn it. <laughs> and I bought this jellyfish animation. <laughs> yeah. What am I going to do with the jellyfish animation? Came with my MS Paint thing. <laughs> I mean, the, the whole sequence, I think that was one of the, one of the most... Now, that might have been one where they were trying to do something new, right? Like, maybe he didn't watch very many YouTube tutorials in the meantime yeah. and thought he'd just wing it and say, like, I bought a couple of these graphics. Maybe we could try this out. I got a green screen. But it seemed like there was a lot of just... It wasn't very good. <laughs> it was yeah. the, the whole sequence for, like, 10 minutes. It just seemed like so many bad things in a row that were just really dumb. And that's by Birdemic standards. Yeah, by pandemic oh, yeah. standards. And yeah. that might be legitimate because if you think about it, it doesn't really the rest of the movie has absurd stuff, but not 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 that heavy. Of, it's like you could feel the weightiness of how bad it was for a period of time, for like 10 minutes, maybe even starting when they're on the phone. Remember where he says he's going to give her the the you got the role and she's on the phone and they're doing the voiceover. And it and it was so obvious and so bad. It just stuck out really badly. And then the next thing you know, they're in a car, and they're driving around. Then it's the green screen. Then they're on the beach. Then you got the you know. And then she, Natalie comes running out. Apparently, she used the bathroom or something. She comes running out, and she's like, she says something from off screen. What did I miss, guys? That's what, what she said. What did I miss? Yeah. What did I miss? <laughs> yeah. What What are we? What did I miss? And but you hear it off screen, you're like, what is this disembodied voice? Who because I don't even think it showed her running yet. It showed no, it, it, it was her voice. We're first. talking about the same scene. Yeah, she it showed her running out of the restaurant. But before before she said it? I think so, yeah. I thought it happened and everybody ran around her, and then it because I was thinking, like, who's this voice? And then it shows her oh, no, running. No, no, yeah, no, you're talking about a little bit earlier. Yeah, there was this yeah. there was this voice that was just like um yeah, it was just dubbed in there because she wasn't there. Because she wasn't there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. She's like, now. what yeah. happened or something like that? Or, Are you okay? Something like that. And then when she gets on the phone, that same voice is there. Instead of having that, like, you know, whatever effects that you, you would put on where it sounds like a phone, it sounded like whoever she was, the the dispatch for 911 dispatch, <laughs> it sounded like the, the dispatch was sitting right there on the beach with them. And she's like, okay, <laughs> someone will be there in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> The ADR work was incredible. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Not recorded in a closet either. You could just hear the echo off the voice. I mean, it was beautiful. I will say, though, that the, he did improve his, um, the, you know, in Birdemic 1, the beach scenes where you needed subtitles because all you could hear were the ocean waves. Whereas in this, you could actually hear the dialogue. Maybe it's because they weren't so close to the shore. But... And because they did their audio in another location. Yeah, <laughs> and pasted it over time. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, you know, and it just occurred to me too, if uh, one of the reasons why, and probably the main one, um, why I didn't like this nearly as much as the first one is because it was just a rehash. This was like, and this was like Evil Dead too, but less entertaining. It's um, the Force Awakens. <laughs> it was like a, it was just a remake. <laughs> And I didn't, uh, but it was, it was like a remake. And, and like you said, Jason, it did get even meta at some point. Um, but you had, you had actors from the past that were like, clearly we've been in the situation before that was really not even talked about. It was just that the only thing that was talked about was, yes, we've all met. Here's where we met. We met over here, but nobody talked about, yeah, we all almost died together. We all lived through <laughs> yeah. this, this horrible thing that happened to the world uh, where 
you know, man-eating birds were were killing everybody. It was no, just, everyone was strolling around in the streets like nothing had ever happened a couple of years ago. <laughs> yeah. No. So, and, and the fact that it was like, okay, here's more birds. Even if the, the storyline itself wasn't, or, or the shots, you know, in the, in the, the storyline, like instead of, instead of driving, we had walking. And then they, they, a guy meets yeah. a girl in a restaurant who's working at a restaurant. Instead of a diner. Yeah. And then yeah. they go and they, um, they go somewhere else and they go out to eat. And then they go to the carnival type deal. And it was the same, same exact thing, except for they, they meet up with the cast from, you know, the other thing. They even go to some like VFW basement and, and go to some crazy um, white trash rave thing. <laughs> with the <laughs> same singer. Same singer. Yeah. And they he's even RV singing about time to party. Yeah. Got RV instead of the van. Yeah. They were looking for people, survivors who are everywhere. And they're going from location to location without telling us, what are you looking for? First of all, have you even gone to the police station? You know, have you have you tried any of this? No, let's go to the cemetery. Oh, that was a bad idea. So let's go to the zoo. I was right, there's zombies idea. in this for reasons. Yeah. Zombie, yeah, there were zombies in here that just a handful of zombies that, that came to life. And cave people. If this, I'll tell you what, man. And so so I got tired of the birds. And I knew, you know, the in the storyline was too familiar. But I will tell you what, if this dude writes and directs another movie, it will be my most anticipated without doing birds. If yeah, he does yeah. something else, Bigfoot, I don't care what it is. Aliens, if he does something else um, that isn't birds, I'm first in line and it will be, I'll be probably more excited for that film than I would a new P.T. Anderson film. It, 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 as long as it was completely different. <laughs> and I think it would be even better if you use new actresses and actors that yeah. didn't uh weren't kind of aware of just how bad he he's gonna make your life when you sign as, that contract. As long as he fills the cast out from the night shift of his local titty twister bar, I'm I'm there. <laughs> did a great <laughs> job. Of we did manage to get uh yeah, some pretty women in there. It did feel that way, didn't it? Certainly did. You know, if this guy made another movie, though, it would be Bigfoot, but it would be with a couple who meets at the beginning, and then they go out on a date, and then, <laughs> yeah, da, 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 and then they run into Bigfoot. Blah, blah, yeah, It'd just be the they, same crap. Yeah, they run into Bigfoot 40, 45 minutes in, yeah. Yeah. And then the scientist who studies Yetis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like just a random guy that's saying look you know they're they're losing their habitat because of global warming <laughs> you know it's gonna be something like that i mean they're gonna well, have to this is sasquatch was originally a child but this is what happens when we have mcdonald's <laughs> yeah all the steroids it goes into our meat etc and then global warming didn't it it did seem like they basically they coupled up almost every actor actress that was kind of in this, like the scenes where they they're walking together. There's now two couples, right? The old school one and the new school one. And it just seemed like there was a lot of that with the exception, even, even, even the hippie guy. He ended up finding a hippie chick who also just so happened to be, you know, out in the woods living there and saved his life or whatever. Uh, so you had thing. that. What's that? With the great wig. Yeah. The guy with the great wig. <laughs> yeah. That was a wig? <laughs> oh, yeah, right. Maybe. <laughs> it it might have been. Cool. He's like, this is my natural hair, guys. <laughs> you know what would have been cool is if they would have, kind of like Halloween too, how it starts off 
that same night, this starts off with them saving that that uh, tree hugging guy and, and his one new woman out of that forest, and then they go on their own adventure, and the birdemic thing continues. I would have liked to see more of that guy because he's hilarious. This kind of thinking is why you will never be the writer that this director was. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's just crap thinking right there, dude. You remake yeah. the same story. Come on. Do you think that, that there was that cry for help in the in the film? Like the fact that he kind of I almost feel like by making one of the characters a director, and that, you know, he was really wanting to do the independent thing. Uh, and and hearkening back to independent films and stuff like that, and that the reason why Hollywood's gotten so bad, and I think it's Hollywood to end, right? Saying Hollywood with the birds going toward, I think it's kind of like the symbolism of all of this for him and his frustration with it. But but also even the morality thing, because in the first one he was kind of a he was a strange bird, in fact, because he was against uh, like sexuality and nudity and stuff in the film, which is why he even had her wearing like a swimsuit or whatever, a bra and underwear. There was nothing very graphic and it had kind of that noir feel of, you know, going laying down and the yeah. room gets dark. And then the next day, boom, they're awake. Mm-hmm. It kind of had that feel to it. Whereas this one, um, he's, he talks about that through the mouth of the director, like a puppet where the director's t- pitching it to producers and the producers are like, look, you know, there's no boobs in this. There's no sex. There's no I think it had more to do. I think his conviction had more to do. I can't remember exactly what he said. Had more to do with sex and or fornication than it did with nudity. Maybe. So in, if that's the case, that makes sense. Because yeah. the sex scene in this movie still had no nudity. I mean, it had some, you know, very non-erotic kissing. And they laid down at least four different times. <laughs> yeah, it was like the it was like the remix. Like there was some dust on the DVD or something. Yeah, but uh, but there was yeah the nudity. I, but I wonder if that's why he incorporated that. Like his own frustrations come out in the story. That he's frustrated that these films. He's frustrated because people aren't listening to the global warming message. What's that? You're thinking way harder than he ever did. I don't know, man. I, I want to interview this guy. I'd like to like to actually sit down and like have a serious conversation. With him. I have a feeling that he takes himself very seriously. Yeah, I, agree. I think that yeah. he thought that this was going to be an inconvenient truth part two. Yeah, he was going to change the world. Yeah, with this movie, and he did to a degree. <laughs> yeah, he did change my world. <laughs> yeah. Well, he lined himself up with with Saw. He was talking about you know. And again, I think he's using these people as puppets. I think he's just, he's talking through all of them. And that he's, I think he's like, you know, the part where, you know, well, you can do this independent film and have total control over it. And yeah, Hollywood might not like it, but it's the kind of thing that, you know, that's your real breakthrough. And, and not only that, but maybe it could be a movie kind of like, and he mentioned, I thought he mentioned Jaws and Saw, or he mentioned Saw and something else. You mentioned Psycho. Psycho. um, Yeah. Uh, Vertigo. He's, he's a huge, I already knew he was a huge Hitchcock fan. And that being said, he has to have had ca- cameos in both movies because Hitchcock always did that. I, I told you, I thought I spotted him yeah. coming out of the grocery store or something at the beginning. I thought he might be the guy on the beach, the random person. Remember they had the scene behind a person who's like on the beach, just kind of like standing there looking out at the water. Nobody, nobody 
of significance. It's just like finding a rando on the beach. Instead of just showing the beach there, there's a person. And I was like from the from behind. And I'm thinking, I wonder if that's the dude. That's what I thought when I saw it. Did he was probably the guy who fell on top of two hairdos, the zombie, and like <laughs> bit her neck. That was probably him. <laughs> I was just wondering if you if you guys would give it a recommendation with the disclaimer that, you know, you, what you're getting is a is a remake, essentially. Hmm. More, more of the same. That's with, tough, man. It's still yeah. laugh out loud hilarious. Yeah. But um, I mean, I guess for me, I would just say, listen, at least watch Birdemic. You know, <laughs> that's a must. That's a must. <laughs> Don't watch it alone. Yeah, watch it with somebody yeah. who has a great yeah. sense of humor because it's the stupidest movie, one of the stupidest movies you're ever going to see. So, yeah. you know, just yeah. What would you say, that. Jason? What would you say? Man, that's tough. Because part of me wants to say <laughs> yeah. this is birdemic with boobs. I mean, what's the problem yeah. here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm I'm a bad movie purist. And if I think you're trying to trying to make your movie bad, it just triggers something in my mind. And so I would probably say to go ahead and watch it. If you like the first movie, I mean it's a remake of it. You're probably gonna like it well yeah. enough. Yeah. Uh, but maybe lower your expectations some, you know. I'd say Have the a same beer thing. Too. <laughs> yeah right yeah. i say the same thing you know i'd say you know it's it's uh it's the kind of movie you know if you've got to take a poop halfway through just pause it it's not a big deal you're, or you don't know, you know yeah or don't you know just put some depends <laughs> yeah, so, on whatever shot you're looking at um yeah. before you leave it's probably going to be the same shot <laughs> you see yeah you right <laughs> it'll be hollywood it'll, boulevard yeah it'll just keep going and so but i would i would tell people the same thing i'd say you know see the first one what see the first one first you know it, there's no reason there's no necessity of seeing the first one other than you wouldn't understand the the scientist guy on the bridge but i feel like so much of the rest of the movie it doesn't matter that you never saw the first one and so no. but i would still say see that one first be i'd rather have them let down than to watch the second one and be like, you know, because of the lack, I don't, but then again, I, what, what would somebody, what would somebody think, I guess? And there's something I just, I don't know. What, what would somebody think if they did see the second one first and then saw the first one? Cause we've all seen the first one. They probably know? like the second one better. They might, they might like if the second one they... and think like, well, it's, it's, it got way better. I mean, the first one, you know, they probably think it's crappier. I don't know, but I know for me, Having seen the first one first, I know that I was a little it it was a little anticlimactic to me. And oh, for sure. yeah, and that I, I was kind of let down by the the choice to just be redundant on the story and just you know, even and it, as I said, so ridiculous that they even have the exact same singer that and he's singing a song about uh it's time to party. It's the same idea i mean it just has stardust or something thrown into it and so you know it kind of bummed me out but it was still enjoyable though like i still had a good time in part because jason was here and i always enjoy watching stuff with chad when but, at the end when the guy spoiler yeah. alert at the at the end when the guy fell in the pool did you guys choke up a little bit 
Yeah, man. That was, <laughs> I was more upset when Chunk died because nobody cared. That guy yeah. fought his heart out with a tripod, yeah. and you guys are just going to leave him there, right? And, and we <laughs> yeah. just and, and we got to know that character so well that you know you ha- you were just rooting for him. I knew all their names, everything about them. <laughs> Did they even say anyone's names? I don't know. I don't think so. We were making uh, up names for everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chunk. You know, we had Wu. I think his name was Wu, the Asian dude. That oh, fell I thought pool. that's what you just called him. And I thought, wow, <laughs> no, <man."> I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Wu got hurt. No, I think, I think that's what they called him was Wu. So I think that that was, you know, I don't know. It just, and did it bum you guys out a little bit that like Natalie didn't say hardly anything for the first 30 to 40 minutes. And then when she did, it was really just jealousy. Yeah. She had no lines. No. Yeah. She had no, no lines, hardly at all. And when she did, it was like jealousy and rivalry with the other chick. It's almost like the writing wasn't very good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sort of. Yeah. <laughs> I think you might be onto something. <laughs> <laughs> But seriously, I mean, would you guys, if, if, if this guy had another movie and you found out tomorrow that he had some alien yeah. invasion thing, I mean, would you not sign up right away for that? Of course. Yeah, yeah. Of course. Yeah. This and guy is just, a gem. Yeah. I would just hope that he didn't learn a thing and he wanted to do it his way. What's weird is, it, what's ironic is, Jeremiah, you were talking about the um, part earlier about where the, the guy goes to Spiels about, you know, uh, the whole idea of how the reason why his film kind of flopped the last one that he put out was because Hollywood got their hands on it and he lost all creative control. And he went through this, this spiel about how if you have complete creative, creative control, then it makes for a better movie, which I thought was ironic because this guy had a hundred and one percent of the creative control. And it's one of the worst, at least in the first one, because nobody wanted to touch it. I mean, even the makeup crew left after like a week, they did. People, the actors and actors oh, yeah, were yeah, like, that's we had right. to, yeah, that's they had right. to, they had to learn how to do that. They had to learn how to do lighting. They had to learn how to do yeah, special I don't effects. Even know Jason does that. The, the, a lot of the crew left. Yeah, I know like nothing makeup. about Birdemic. I've purposely not oh, looked at it. Including the makeup crew. Well, we only yeah. did it after, afterwards, but including the makeup crew, which yeah. a lot of the gore makeup was actually done by the blonde chick. Yeah. You can't tell. I mean, it looks professional. In the in the first one, she had to do it, and actually, it's kind of funny because I think that the lighting got better. Like I, I really mean it. I think that when they started doing have. the lighting, that the lighting actually started to get a little bit better. But they they said when they first got there, there was a decent sized crew, like different departments that were working, different people involved. And they said after the first week, there was like tons of people who left, and then after the second week, it was just down to the actors basically. And then they they were they were told that they were gonna the director was gonna fix the the edits because he didn't show them anything until he did edits for this to add graphics and then showed them and they like were shocked like what and uh, he's hold like, on hold on hold on yeah they're on a set where yeah. everyone quits and they're having to do the special effects and the lighting and they're the actors and then and they're stay. shocked when he shows them footage <laughs> and it sucks well they were more shocked. <laughs> They were shocked about that, right? And this is the, well, they, they saw the clip yeah. art stuff. And then he said it's gonna get we're gonna get different ones, but this is and they believed him. Right and they believed him. 
Yeah. yeah. He didn't and have then a boom he didn't mic show him again. Set, but he was going to nail the Marvel style <laughs> special <laughs> effects. <laughs> One of the funniest things in this was something I didn't even see. Jeremiah claims that during the lovemaking scene where there's no dialogue, he yeah. saw the, yeah. the the boom mic guy in the background in the mirror, which is I'm, pretty hilarious considering he doesn't where where was that guy through the rest of the movie because he clearly wasn't standing there with a mic. Um, he must have forgot to plug the mic in the whole movie. Like, <laughs> he didn't know how it works. Except for in the one scene that there is no, there yeah, is I, no talking. I'd like to go back and see if we can spot that because I didn't see I'm the going guy, right now. I didn't see the guy in the mirror, but I saw the, the thumb over the lens in part of that scene. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I'll show you. I'm getting it right now, guys, real quick. Yeah, the only thing I saw like that was like the, the, uh, the scene golf again, carts again. in the background at the zoo, and then and then of course the the brake light hump or whatever in the window. Oh, when Jesus. they're showing the uh, the vehicle, yeah, it looked um, like the circle where the um, the wiper attaches or something. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That was amazing. so. Here's one. Hold on, share screen. Okay, it would so, it would be so much fun to make a movie and try your hardest to make it seem like you did this on purpose and even promote it as such. Like, try to be as serious as, as you possibly can. Okay, you doing a share share yeah. thing or whatever? So yeah, so see this here. Okay. Can you guys see that? I don't know if I can handle this steamy scene yeah, twice in yeah. night. I need to make sure I can even. If you look right there, for one, that's one part. You can see the boom right here. Uh, right, right, right uh, between like kind of the V where his body and her leg come together. Is that what that oh. is? Yes, it's got the the thing to twist it and everything. It's the stand. It's got the two bars there. But then oh, watch this. Is a head a headboard, dude? No, man. With people making out. No, to uh, right over here to the right, right beneath Streamyard, the 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 duck. If you look straight down. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, do you see it now? But now watch this, dude. This is gonna blow your mind. This is hilarious. Hold on. Okay, there they go. There, oh so, yeah, oh, right yeah. there. Look at that. That's, That's a tripod one. with a slider on it. With the slider. Yeah. Now watch this. Hold on. Yeah, sorry, I wasn't looking at anything. Uh, yeah, I was, I was <laughs> oh, looking you, at her ass. Though. You were looking. <laughs> yeah. You look at all that gear, man. Right there. There he is. Oh, there's there the he guy. Is. See him? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I told you, man. Wow. Look at that. Vo- look at that voyeur. I told you. He's putting in maximum effort too. Yeah, yeah you can see the light and everything, man. You can see there he is. Now, wow. is that the? Is that the? Is that woo? I think that's woo, bro. Dude, that might be. I, I can't tell. So they weren't just maybe, you know, <laughs> yeah. it was maybe this is a little deeper than we thought, boys. But yeah, I just <laughs> thought that was uh, I thought that was stinging hilarious, man. So do you guys have a Jason? You got a favorite scene? Yeah. One that made you laugh the hardest. Oh, God, I'm trying to think. What was the one at the beginning that killed me? Damn it. There's a yeah. There's so many that it's it's hard for me to remember. Yeah, I I, I don't know if it's my favorite, but the one that shocked me the most, I think, was the jellyfish scene. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Because that, I'm that like, was... if this isn't self awareness, <laughs> this is the most incompetent human being alive. Yeah. <laughs> like, and if this is self awareness, <laughs> what in yeah. God's name are you thinking? <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. I don't think there's a winner coming out of that scene. That was hilarious. I can't imagine anybody like during screening or, or in the editing room looking at that and going, that's a wrap. We got it. 
Nailed it. <laughs> we got Nailed it. it. Cut and print. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Can you see the green glow around her feet? I got. I got a green screen. I got it right over here. I got a Look green out, screen. Jaws. I know we how it works. The, yep. Look out, Jaws. We got the giant jumbo jelly. Yeah. What about what about the uh, the ambulance scene, dude? Yeah, that was I was rolling, dude. Yeah, that had all of us. The ambulance and the green wow. screen while they were driving, <laughs> and the boy. The boy is saying the reason why his sister's not in the movie. <laughs> that Best may have line. been the funniest because I because you laughed so hard and it made me laugh even harder. <laughs> yeah. Because I think what that was, I think I was talking while he was saying that. Or I, 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 I don't know about you guys, but I had to keep because we're talking to each other and watching a movie. I had to keep fluctuating the volume of yeah. the well the, the film. The music yeah. was yeah. super loud a couple. Yeah, times. it was. Yeah. That's why every time there was music, I had to to turn it way down and then when there's there was dialogue i had to turn it way up i think part of the reason i don't appreciate this movie as much too is because you guys were talking so much it was kind of hard for me to follow the story <laughs> yeah. there's so many twists and turns i feel like i missed stuff yeah <laughs> in, in all in all honesty there was a point where i did feel like that like we were talking too much because i'm like where are they going what is it what, what is it ultimately that they're trying to accomplish Going to the zoo, man. One place to another, to another. What are they doing? Because there's people everywhere, and you can't hide the million cars driving by and the people walking down the street. You think you'd shoot uh, an apocalypse movie where you don't run into people out in the woods? Yeah, desert. No, no, no. Hollywood Boulevard. Let's go. The zoo guy, who's like, oh yeah, there's birds out murdering everybody, but not here. We take care of animals. Yeah. I'm like, that's what the friends. dude back there said at the, the tree hugging guy. And if people think I'm being rude about that, that's what they called him in the movie. Oh, you're the tree hugger. And he's like, yeah, that's me. I'm like, that's, that's a pejorative term for most, you know, environmental stereotype too. He had, uh, he had his long hair. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, but I, I think uh, there were a couple of times where I was like, what are they doing right now? But, you know, I never felt that in the first one. I never because I felt that the sequence of events, as stupid as it was, it at least made sense. You know, like they go into the they go into the store to go but get some food, right? They go to a beach to try to find where they're going to do the Adam and Eve thing and start civilization over again after <laughs> yeah, you know which, but, but six hours mind, of death. <laughs> yeah, but keep yeah. in mind they did all that within the same couple of hours. Like they acted like. You know, they're they're roughing it. We need to survive. We need to it's like this just happened and you're on the beach like trying to find a fish and or you know, fishing and you're like gonna build a campfire and stuff. Just go to the seven eleven or the you know, the gas station down the street. And well they did, and that guy was working a shift still, you know, even though it's the apocalypse and he was being a dick about the food. Yeah. It was too expensive for them. Yeah, the gas was what a hundred dollars a gallon or something like that. He's like, yeah, yeah, he's like one hundred dollars, you know. So, but at least I felt like it made more sense. And then after they got the gas, and they're on the side of the road, and that guy pulled out gun, they left the gas. I don't know if you guys, Jason, if you caught that. Yep. Yeah. They left the gas right there on the side of the road after all that. And the gun gas can can and the gun. Yeah. Yeah. It's beautiful. So that's that's what I that's what I think about the movie. Okay. That's where where I stand. So people should watch it. Yes, Bird Birdemic Two, yeah. the Resurrection. And AKA if people have seen the second one first, I'd love to hear what you got to say about it. 
you know, what the email psychopath right? would watch Birdemic too <laughs> before <laughs> Birdemic? <one. laughs> they should take the challenge just because we brought it up. You know, I I want to hear. I want somebody to talk. You know, to to give me their impression, man. We should put that out there, Chad. I'd say to put it out there, you know, on the same channel as you did for the free advertisement, but. <laughs> I'd like to get a response, and so don't do that. <laughs> we'll, we'll look somewhere else, Chad. Well, the, the offer stands for anybody who wants to do that. Yep. Just send us an email, uh, right. cheese at gmail.com. And are you listening, Jack KPC? What's that? Telling Jack to get on that, get us some more Final Guys advertising space. Yeah. Free is my well, favorite. You, you guys have mentioned a lot. I, I, uh, not every episode, but yeah, I would mention Final Guys. Yeah, I've heard you yelling about me watching Birdemic for a while yeah. now. <laughs> That's part of the reason why we bring it up. Maybe the only reason. Before, before you guys get out of here, yeah. I want to say I want to come back again and bring my own bad movie that you guys haven't yes, seen. dude. Okay. I've got yeah. a couple of gems that, well, after talking to you at the beginning of this, that I know you haven't seen that I want to bring that uh, will blow your mind holes. Okay. <laughs> You're going to bring, uh, yeah, what, sounds the, good. what's the Thor movie? Rock and Roll Nightmare? Yeah. That's a pretty good one. I could bring that. Mm-hmm. You guys said you hadn't seen Samurai Cop. That's yeah. legendarily mm-hmm. bad. Mm-hmm. Have you seen The Room? Yeah. I have not. I have not. I want to see it. I don't I've know seen that clips I, from it. That were I don't know bad. that I've seen it all the way through. Yeah. Um, but I thought of that movie when I saw Birdemic because, you know, it's supposed to be the worst movie. I've seen way worse movies than The Room. No, the room just feels like it was shot by an alien. It's like the guy had never spoken to another human being before writing the script. <laughs> and he's got that accent, but he claims to be from what New Orleans, right? Uh, yeah, that guy. He's that's a strange dude. That's yeah. a very strange dude. Just a weirdo. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah it, there's no other way to put it. He's a but see, I've never seen dude. it, man. I've never seen it, and I if if I look, I've always been down with watching crazy movies with Chad. But dude, you are like the the honorary member of this club, like from now on. So you're part of the group, dude. We love watching crazy movies with you. And so br- bring it, man. Find the craziest crap. And if there's anybody out there who knows this stuff, man, I mean that's that's your that's your gig, man. So you you know it very 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 well. And so bring it, dude. Guns guns akimbo, guns a blazing. Just bring those. Films. I'm on it. I- I'm feeling Samurai Cop. You guys haven't seen it. It's. <laughs> That's a fun movie. I'm stoked. Jason, man, I can't thank you enough. Dude, yeah. three like three and a half hours we've had you it's here. My pleasure. So yeah. my back teeth are floating, but it's my pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't you didn't bring the uh empty gallon jug? No, I got a, a catheter on Amazon and it's kind of working. <laughs> well, then what are you complaining yeah. about? Well, I have to check to make sure everything. <laughs> I'm complaining about when I put it in earlier. That's the problem. It's like, I don't even need numbing cream at this point. I'm just. <laughs> well, isn't that what we just got done doing? Basically, watching Birdemic 2 is self catheterization. <laughs> that should be, on the, the that should be on the DVD oh. case. Yeah. Well, it was good, but, man. It was really yes. good. We're glad for your time. And uh, and we'll see you soon enough. My pleasure. It was, right, it was a good yep. time. Have a good night. <laughs>